0: everyone my name is Joe Armstrong the host of the Independence Day podcast bringing musicians from around the country and around the world this is a very special episode i call these fast forward episodes where we check back in with an artist who has previously been on the show i'm ever so happy to bring back mr jeff crosby comes from idaho by way of nashville these days spent some time living in los angeles he's got a handful of records spends a ton of time on the road He first joined us for episode 120, which seems like only yesterday, back in September of 2014. Jeff, how are you, man? Man, I'm good, good. It's good to see you again. Yeah, nice to be back in L.A., man. (laughs) You're one of those guys, like you're a Facebook friend of mine, and I see where you are, like afar, afield, (laughs) always on the road, always working hard, always schlepping, like, man, you're like the hardest working guy I know in show business.
1: Yeah, it's it's a thing, man. I uh, I, I got my word of, my most treasured bit of advice uh, was Ray Wiley Hubbard. Got to do some shows with him, and he says, uh, "I said, hey, you got any advice for a, for a young guy on the road? You know, from a, from a yeah. seasoned guy like yourself?" He says, "Well, just don't get good at anything else."
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> a- it's about the size of it. A rolling stone <laughs> yeah. gathers no moss, as yeah. they say. So, the first thing I want to talk about a bunch of things, and you know, we've got these are shorter interviews, so people can tune in and get in, get out. He's going to play a live song for you guys here in a minute, and we're also going to play a song from his brand new record, Postcards from Magdalena. is it Magdalena? Is that how you uh, Magdalena that? Yeah, Magdalena. Yeah proper, my Spanish teacher would be pissed off if I did that the wrong way. But the first thing I want to ask you is we actually had this scheduled once before you were going to come on here and do this and you fell ill, like kind of ill ill, like not just a cold, like what was that exactly?
1: Uh, Well, I was down in Mexico doing some shows. I was playing guitar for a a band called Jerry Joseph and the Jack Mormons and we had this uh, like three, four shows down in Mexico, in Tulum, Mexico. And uh, I don't know, I guess I ate the wrong taco or drank the wrong bottle of water or something or glass of water. Um, And when I got back to LA, I was in the studio recording here, and uh, gosh, man, I just started feeling these chest pains and ended up getting this, um, they thought I had a heart attack, so that was terrifying. And I was about, I was 29, so I was like, oh, I made it past 27, but, uh, well.
0: Made it past the magic uh, Hendrix, Joplin, Joplin.
1: morrison era yeah change. it ended up being a, a virus some some virus had gotten into my heart that i'd picked up down there from eating or drinking something and uh, wow
0: you can get viruses in your heart from eating a f- yeah, food
1: i it's bizarre i mean he said it could have been swimming or yeah they, it's really bizarre when you when you ask you know hey, what, what should i do in the future can i avoid this and they go man when you're traveling and going to other countries like that you just it's a coin toss man you just yeah. never know something can happen so well first luckily, off, made it out
0: yeah. Well, first off, man, I'm glad that you're okay. I'm yeah, glad you're still writing you. songs. Yeah. Uh, just even if you weren't writing songs, I'm glad that you're okay because yeah. like those kinds of things, you know, it's the joke.
1: It's like that. Uh, if you've got, if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. Oh, I mean, you know? it, I gained a lot of perspective from it. It was, I mean, it was it was a bad it was a bad thing to go through, but it, it's it was good for me. Uh, you know, mentally.
0: In the long run, did you did that now? reflect in your songwriting like living through something like that did there was there a direct effect on the stuff that you wrote
1: yeah yeah i think when you're you know when you, it's almost like uh when everything's ta- taken away from you you realize how fast everything can be taken away from you, you know it's yeah like, you know we're so caught up in our world especially when i was living down here in la even you know you're, you're always hustling and trying to make something happen and you're working so hard and you're looking six months to a year down the road right and then all of a sudden you don't know if you're going to make it side Another line. day, you know, yeah. and it's like, whoa, I need to call all my old friends and I need to call my mother and, you know, I need to, yeah. I need to you know, check in with everybody and start living, I don't know, in the moment. But I, I don't know, I, I feel like I've always been relatively good at that, but...
0: Yeah. Well, as musicians, I think we travel. Mm-hmm. You know, we see, So, I mean, on the negative side, we're exposed to diseases and right. bugs but, and yeah. things that, you know, are from just a different state over or on the mm-hmm. eastern seaboard or in Scotland <laughs> or in Mexico, wherever. Right. I mean, our immune systems can only handle so much stuff and we're kind of used to the stuff that we're dealing with here. I'm, I'm, I'm explaining this horribly. A doctor would be laughing at me yeah. right now. But you get the idea. <laughs> no, I, I hear you. No. But on the other hand, we do have that perspective and we do know what it's like to go out among the people and mm-hmm. take in experiences and hear right. like, and I don't know about you, like as a writer, like I, 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 hear people say things like standing in line at the store oh yeah and I just, it goes right into my brain. and I, and I as soon as I get in the parking lot, I write it down like, okay, mm-hmm. that's, that's the perfect little seed for a song, you know? And then when you kind of combine those two, your mortality with the ability to travel around, you get great songs.
1: Yeah. 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 You, I, I feel kind of hyper observant, I guess, you know, when I'm, yeah, everyone's so, uh, unique to state to state. And it's, it's, uh, it's bizarre, bizarre world we live in, man. It is, and it's getting more and more bizarre. And now, you know, we've lost
0: we've lost Tom Petty recently. Yeah, before him, yeah. Bowie, and before you know Prince, and like we're starting to lose people that mean quite a bit to us. Yeah, so that mortality thing kind of starts to stare
1: you right in the face, and if you oh, figure totally. out at some point that it doesn't matter how old you are, yeah, Tom Petty it, wasn't that old. And I was reading this article about this too, and maybe it was that L A. Weekly, you know, how these people you feel like it feels like losing a family member or something, you know, yeah. and they were talk- I was thinking about that with Tom Petty. It's like I lost an uncle or something. Yeah. And you know, it's not like I knew him, but, and you know, honestly I'll listen to his music as much as I ever did, but yeah. there's something about him passing that just, it just slaps me in the face. It's, I don't, it's such a weird, he was always there. Yeah, You know, I mean, somebody,
0: I think Jason Isbell had tweeted at some point last week and said something to the effect of, you know, for every moment of my life, like every stage of my life, Mm -hmm. Tom Petty was there with the song. And it was kind of like that for me too. You know, I... His early, you know, he had. St- I was alive when he started. I was, you know, uh, like seven or so, eight when he started right, to right. show up the songs. But his songs, you're you're just becoming sentient at at that age. Yeah, yeah. So the they're songs so were just always there. Oh, so anyway, timeless. enough sad stuff. Tell yeah. me about this new record. <laughs> this brand new record, uh, yeah, just came out. Uh, I'm excited to hear it. Uh, we're going to play a song from that as well on our way out of this interview. But tell me a little bit about this. Like, what's is there anything different about this? What Did you learn something yeah. about yourself?
1: Man, there's a lot different. It's it's my thirty record um i just turned 30 last february happy birthday yeah thanks it's it's really it's crazy man my 20s are gone (laughs) so that you know obviously it feels like a milestone i guess I, i still feel somewhat this i mean i've obviously gained some uh knowledge and perspective over the last 10 years but it's a it's a it's a record it means a lot to me man the songs on it they're they're it's a really personal record um maybe overly personal at times but I wrote a lot of it uh, on a trip I did down to Colombia years ago. And I got another EP called Silent Conversations um, I put out of songs I wrote while I was in Colombia. And it was this this really dense month down there. I It's so much writing, and it was such a beautiful place. I was in this little beach town called Tagonga. Um, and the, the it's called Taganga. Magdalena is the the place I was in. And uh, that's what the title came out, Postcards from Magdalena. Uh, I was just looking through all the journals and all the poems I'd written while I was there and the songs. And uh, I ended up using a bunch of the tunes. The best $25 I ever spent was the first song I wrote when I got into Taganga. And uh, it's the first track on the record. And uh, yeah, it's it's a really bizarre record. I mean, I wrote the songs all... I mean, one of the songs, the last track, Beautiful and Strange, I wrote during some gigs in Alaska. You know, uh, Cold Summer, which you're going to play, I wrote when I was over in the UK on a tour last year. Um, you know, I wrote the second song. I wrote yeah. Wyoming on a road trip. So, I mean, it's this real. It's this collection of all these travels I did in my twenties, and yeah. So, it's this culmination of uh, the last ten years, really.
0: I think one of the roles of the musician in, in our modern society is to, you know, people people live vicariously through artists. Mm-hmm. I think you know, artists experience things in different ways and then reprocess things you know, about the world and then you know reflect it back on yeah. people and their yeah, lives. And there, I know there are a lot of people. Who maybe they don't want to travel the world, but they still want to hear about it, right? And even, or then there's some that do. You know, they're in their hometown. You know, they mm-hmm. married the hometown girl, and they never did get out, a, get a chance to get more than a couple states out of where they're from. Yeah, yeah. And they look to people like you, hopefully people like me, people who are out experiencing these things and mm-hmm. going to Columbia and going. You know, to, there's a lyric in one of your songs about the sunrise in Wyoming, mm-hmm. uh, and over I i eighty. Yeah, yeah, and being an artist, I think, allows you to capture that picture in your mind, and then ref- like I said, reflect it back. Mm-hmm. Like other people would just do that. Like some- that's somebody's commute. Yeah, like somebody who yeah, lives absolutely. there drives hey. that stretch of I.D. every single day, and go. didn't make anything poetic out of it. So yeah, gotta go gather the stories, man. Indeed. So kudos to you for doing that. Let's play that song that one you were just telling me about.
1: The best twenty five dollars I ever
0: spent. Tell yeah. me just a wee bit about that.
1: Yeah, uh, well, that was, uh, I went out, we got into this town in Tagonga, and uh, I was seeing this girl there, and we went out in the town, gosh, we went out, had this amazing dinner, a bunch of drinks, went out dancing all night. Sounds good already. S- jumped in the ocean, skinny dipping at four in the morning, uh, I confessed my undying love for her with no pants on, uh, on the beach, just a shirt. How did, how did that go? <laughs> that was in my uh, in my journal. <laughs> Uh it went well. It went well. Um I woke up the next morning and uh I checked my wallet and I had only spent the equivalent to twenty five dollars and yeah. the, the the entry into my journal was well that was by far the best twenty five dollars I ever spent. Yeah. And uh and then that evening I was sitting down with the guitar and then
0: wrote the tune. And here it is. All right, let's hear this. Jeff Crosby is my guest this week on Independence Day. Fast forward. This is his song, The Best $25 I Ever Spent on Independence Day. Fast forward.
2: She helps me to forget I'm gonna die someday And rings me like a dinner bell calling my name Calls me like sleeping under stars on the riverbank And she lingers in my mind with the mixed up words And loves me like summer in December Writes me with a hotel pen and paper Whatever happens I'll never forget what you said to me Wearing nothing but your skin, cocaine, and a sunhat, baby. Swimming in the ocean, living in the moment. I remember now and then. The best $25 I ever spent. She talks me at a jumping off the side of this ship Looks me in the eyes, says where we're heading next Says that you're gonna dream if you don't close your eyes long enough to see it And she turns me off and on like a front porch light Takes me to the bar, makes me dance all night Looks me in the eyes like she can see inside and Whatever happens, I'll never forget what you said to me Wearing nothing but your skin Cocaine and a sunhead, baby Swimming in the ocean Living in the moment I remember now and then The best $25 I ever spent Whatever fantasy That brought me here Be it loneliness or be it love or fear When I landed back in Bogota that night I imagined you in Tagonga, Magdalena Searching for another wave to ride Whatever happens, I'll never forget what you said to me Wearing nothing but your skin, cocaine and a sun baby Swimming in the ocean, living in the moment I remember now and then Hearing music in your words and watching the boats coming in I tell you, it was the best $25 I ever spent It was the best $25 I ever spent It was the best $25 I ever spent, you know Yeah, it was the best $25 I ever spent
0: That's Jeff Crosby. You're listening to Independence Day. This is a fast-forward episode. He first joined us for episode 120 back in September of 2014. Wasn't that terribly long ago, but in some ways, that's a lot of miles for a guy like Jeff Crosby. Yeah. yeah a yeah. lot of miles, man. Good stories, good songs. And, man, I, I love watching you do what you do. I, the last time we you in here, like, being close to watching you perform these songs, I'm like the audience of one. Mm. Your performances, your songs seem kind of effortless. Yeah, You know, they seem like, uh, you know, Every everybody's writing is different. But yours, your personal strength, from my perspective, mm. is that the rhymes seem logical. They seem effortless. They seem like that's what should be there. Yeah. You know, that's a that's a Tom Petty thing, you know, the the right rhyme. Because rhyming, you don't have to rhyme. Right. You know? Right. And uh, you do such a great job at it. So I, I sincerely hope people listen to these tunes. I sincerely, sincerely hope people buy a million copies of this new record. And I sincerely hope you keep doing what you're doing.
1: Yeah, yeah, me too, man. No, it's... Uh... It's a bizarre thing.
0: And there's been some other changes in your life. You were Mm -hmm. in L.A. for a while. I mean, it's hard to say where you do live because you probably live in a van as much as anywhere. But you relocated to Nashville. Tell me why. I did.
1: You know, I love L.A. I love Southern California. This is one of the most amazing places, inspiring places. And uh, that's why I always tell people, oh, how could you do it? And I'm like, well, you know, uh, I'm I'm from Idaho. So people are, oh, how could you live in L.A.? Yeah, yeah. If if you focus on the good... There's so much good here. There's so right. much, it's just it's beautiful here. There's amazing people here, and the inspiration is endless. But um, I don't know. I was touring through Nashville uh, quite a bit with my band and with my other band. I was playing guitar with, and uh, it just seemed like a good town to you know plant my flag for a little bit. Yeah, go hang out for a few years. And I needed a change. I've been here for five years. Yeah, and uh, you know a little more affordable over there. And uh, there's some incredible. Incredible songwriters and musicians there, yeah, definitely. And everyone's just kind of hanging out. You know, it's a pretty small community, so yeah, I'm loving it so far. I've only been there a year, but um, it's an it's a cool place. It's, uh, here's it's a, a question: different. How much of that year have you spent on the road? Probably, probably more than half. More than half, yeah. Year. So, yeah, really, I've been there maybe you know five, to six
0: months. It's five or six minutes, yeah. Something yeah, like that, right? Yeah. Uh, Nashville is interesting. You know, there's a lot of people uh, who've. We we're in Los Angeles have gone to Nashville for the same reasons you did you know they wanted mm-hmm. to be able to afford a place or even if they're still renting they wanted to be able to get a bigger place yeah, yeah. Uh, they miss seasons LA does have seasons they're just very gentle
1: yeah right they're mild <laughs> you know, Nashville gets, I never get that I'm like everyone oh, I, I like seasons I'm like yeah. yeah LA has just the best season yeah. all the time <laughs> yeah
0: that's the way I look at it too <laughs> And I myself I've thought of moving moving to Nashville a, a dozen times my mother would be very pleased to hear that I would be yeah, then about a hundred miles away from over, where man. they
1: live um, we got plenty of space. We have got, we got a couch space. for space.
0: Nashville reminds me, like when I think of the southeast, because I have some roots there, not too far from there, is and lots of family is. Uh, it's the smell of wood smoke.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, like because you'll be driving around oh, yeah. and people just have fireplaces or they're yeah. burning leaves or whatever they're That's doing. A big Idaho
1: thing too, man. Yeah, it's, yeah,
0: it's a nice. rural thing. And Nashville, yeah. you know, it's a city. You know, mm-hmm. there's a downtown area, but it's a oh, smaller
1: yeah. city. It's nothing like LA. Yeah, it's pretty small. I mean, it's it was it's a drastic change from here to there, but. Um, you know, you can get there's enough people where it's not like you're completely.
0: And then you know, on a guy like you who tours so much, uh, when it comes to playing in Nashville, like how does it like how does it feel different like to play for an audience in Nashville versus playing for an audience in Los Angeles? Well,
1: to tell you the truth, the the biggest thing, um, I always used to joke, I would come home from a gig in L.A. and I'd have ten business cards in my pocket because yeah. you know everyone out here has got their hustle going on. And, right. Hey, well, hey, take my card. You know, maybe. uh hit me up, I'm a photographer and an actor and a waiter and a partner. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. I mean, it's how you got to do it here. You got you to gotta make it happen. But um, I don't think I've ever walked off stage in Nashville without somebody coming up and saying, hey, I really like your stuff. We should write together. Yeah, yeah. That's not an L.A. thing. <laughs> like, that is such a Nashville thing. I love that. I mean, I've already written a few tunes with people that, you know, they come right up to you after a gig. Yeah. And, hey, I really like that song. We should write together. Can I get your number? You know, let's hang out. And then sure enough, the... Wake up the next morning, you know, text from, who the hell is this? And yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're meeting up, having coffee, writing a song. I mean, it's There's it a really lo- is that town, you know, it's cool. It's,
0: totally. There's a long tradition of that. I mean, mm-hmm. being a, a student of songwriters and right. like looking at how and having produced interviews with guys like John Hyatt and Steve Earle over yeah. the years. Oh, yeah. You know, these are guys who went to Nashville to be a writer. Mm-hmm. John Hyatt, you know, he's a performer as well. But you know, years ago, you know, he got a job. It was the equivalent of like a Nashville Brill building sort of thing.
1: Yeah. Where yeah. their
0: job was to go into a room with a guy, and they would go in the morning at like nine in the morning, and they would sit in that room for three or four hours, and they were supposed to hammer out a song or
1: two, and then they'd go get lunch and come back, and they do the same thing, and they do that every day. There's a there's a painting in my house that uh, my roommates have says it says uh, verse chorus verse chorus Lunch bridge. Yeah. core <laughs> Yeah. It's so great.
0: That's about the and size of it,
1: man. I've had a hard time with that because I think I have more of the Steve Earl approach of uh, you know, I, I gotta go out and get drunk and make a fool of myself and break up with my girlfriend and yeah wake up in a crappy hotel room and you know, yeah. or go on a trip to Columbia or I've always I've never been able to just sit there and force songs to happen. And I've always had that thing where if I sit down and start writing the song and I don't finish the whole thing, it's probably not going to ever be. It's either I'm going to finish it in one sitting or it's not going to happen. So I don't know. I'm really intrigued by it. And I'm really blown away by people who can do it like that, like it's work, because it's always been more of a, I don't know. It's a really spontaneous inspiration for me. I've never been able to be like, I'm going to write a song now. Yeah. Like, I, I couldn't just write you a song right now. I, I,
0: Everybody's different about that process. Yeah. You know, I remember being a young person, and, and it, was, it wasn't it was true, or maybe it was true for me. I didn't write a whole lot when I was younger because I felt like I hadn't done much. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I'd had my heart broken and all that kind of stuff. And I always tell people that human beings are useless until they've had their heart broken. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Hey, because you don't know what, you know, you don't know what you're talking about yeah. uh, until you have had that happen to you, or you've broken one yourself, God forbid. But mm-hmm. uh, I didn't write that much as a younger person. I wanted to live some. Mm-hmm. you know and yeah. i and i needed yeah. to i needed to get out and see the world and get my heart broken and right. get my bike stolen and you know wake up with a hangover in a strange city or in, you know watch the sunrise in japan yeah you know that kind yeah. of thing you yeah. know like yeah, I, i'll it. never forget the first time that happened and it blew my mind because it was like i never growing up where i did kind of middle class existence mm-hmm. maybe even lower middle class like i never expected i'd get to see the things that i would get to see in my life and I hope that I'm doing justice to them by like trying to serve them back up as songs to people. Yeah, and I know you do an that's, excellent that's, job at that. That's the job, man. So, and then tell me just a little bit about this. What we're listening to right now, creeping up, is "Cold Summer," another
1: song from the new record. What's uh, what's this about? Yeah, it's a uh, it's another it's a strange one. Um, I wrote this. I, I went and did this two weeks in the UK. I'm, this record actually is coming out on a label over there called At the Helm Records, and they're they're out of Brighton. And I, was, I had two weeks to drive around and play a bunch of gigs solo which sounded really good and looked great on paper and online and then uh once i was actually doing it it was pretty lonely uh yeah about 14 days driving around by myself i was going nuts and um it was uh i don't know i had a a lot of friends going through um some substance abuse problems and uh you know i haven't you know i've always managed to stay somewhat level-headed but um The song, I guess, was inspired by just hearing about a lot of friends going through that stuff. And uh, it was kind of a dark, dreary, rainy day in Brighton. And um, as a lot of them are. Yeah, most days it's kind of like Seattle or something. And um, so it's got kind of a dark overtone to the tune. But I had it, uh, I recorded it in Portland, Oregon with a guy, Greg Williams, who uh, is a phenomenal producer and, and, and just a great guy. And then I mixed it over in Nashville. And uh, I think it's my favorite track on the record, so I'm happy
0: with it. Thank you Jeff Thank you so much For keeping on Doing what you're doing Thank you for stopping back in Spending a little time With us this afternoon yeah. Love to hear what you're up to I'll keep in touch With you on Facebook See where you are In the world I love seeing that kind of stuff Yeah yeah <laughs> Out there among the English And good luck with the new record I hope everybody picks it up JeffCrosbyMusic.com Is where people can pick that up You can also find him At JeffCrosbyMusic On Twitter, elsewhere On Facebook All those kinds of things Jeff be well man Keep writing yeah. great tunes
1: Thanks for having me Keep yeah.
0: rocking and rolling out there And everybody go out there Pick up postcards From Magdalena Jeff Crosby, man Thank you so much Mm-hmm. Cheers. All right, rock and roll.
2: Let you decide